Hello, everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast, where we stick our noses where they don't belong in order to come to the answer of why. Why does my stomach hurt after I eat this thing? Why? Why do I have a rash where I don't want to mention? Or why? Why is my blood sugar so high? Well, at Type 2 Take 2... We try to come up with the answer so we can get to the root cause and then drag that thing out. Stick with me and we'll talk some more about it. But until then, welcome to Type 2 Take 2. Alright guys, before we get started, I've got some announcements for you. It's a really fun and exciting one. If It depends on when you're listening to this podcast because it may have already occurred. But I and Team Envision Health are going to be, am going to be, you know how I am about personal pronouns, <laughs> going to be interviewed by the one, the only, living low-carb man. Who am I talking about? Jimmy Moore, of course. It's so exciting. I'm very excited about it. That will be recorded today, and usually he does it live, so this is very exciting for me, and... uh I really hope that when it does get, when it comes out, that you all will click in and listen. Of course, this is, it's going to happen today. So, (laughs) when you hear this, this, it will have already occurred. But I hope you go on and listen anyway. I really hope you do, because I think it will be worth your time and mine and Jimmy's, for that matter. (laughs) So... That's announcement num that's the only announcement really. Uh yeah, we do also want to give a shout out and, and thank you, of course, to Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness. Because without integrate without Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness, this podcast would not be because it would be a completely different uh plat it wouldn't be a different platform, but it would be less educated and giving you less rounded information and I think you deserve that I think we all deserve that to have that that information that would better help us to have the health that we are looking for excuse me I was just finishing my smoothie yes so I want to thank Envision Health Integrative Nutrition Wellness this is a coaching uh it's a coaching business in which is mine where I uh, open up my doors to those who need coaching and see them through. Why? Because I'm tired of seeing people on pharmaceuticals that don't have to be. I'm tired of seeing people take medications that don't have to be, that destroys their gut and destroys their their liver and kidneys because they're, because they're not for the body. We do not suffer from an insufficiency in pharmaceuticals. I can tell you that much. So, we want to thank Envision Health. If you have any questions, if you want to get a hold of me and the Envision Health team, you can always click down below on the uh, uh, free discovery call. And with the free discovery call, you can get yourself set up. See if we are a good fit for you. And if we are, and you are a good fit for us, then we can get started. If not, the least, uh, the worst thing that will happen is you'll get to talk to somebody awesome and and you'll get a, a a plan. You'll get some kind of plan so that way you can know how to get started. Because it's always nice to at least know where to get started, even if 
even if you don't know where you're going. Right? Start, go, go, start. So, without further ado, on to the show. So, we're going to talk about our updates. Updates. What is going on with our updates? Oh, yeah. Last week, I finished my 21 days of strict elimination protocol. I say strict just to differentiate. It actually wasn't strict at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) But it was great. I mean to say that I'm going to be following through. And then I felt I've I've I followed I followed through with the protocol and now it's the slight uh it's the slight portion of adding in little by little and adding in little by little. And if you remember last week I was talking about how um I was considering adding in dairy and guess what? Go on, guess. I did. I did, actually. <laughs> I did add in the dairy. Uh, I started off with something small. And actually, matter of fact, I didn't go any further than that. I added in young belegen gas. And so that's a hard cheese. Um, it's a soft cheese as far as cheeses go. But it's a, well, it's a soft cheese as, you know, because I usually use wet cheeses. But this is a soft cheese because it's young, which means young, which means it hasn't been sitting around for a long time getting and and fermenting and getting all of its flavor. So actually, that should be pretty close to whether or not I have, uh, to see whether or not I have problems with it. And honestly, I, I like waited and waited and waited and waited. And really, I didn't use much of the cheese. Usually I, I am a cheeseaholic. I eat a lot of cheese, like a lot, a lot. But this time, I, I really didn't. And I don't know if it was because I was afraid that I was going to become inflamed and then I would have to knock it out for a little bit longer. Or if it's because I've become a little bit more um, restrained in that regard. Whichever the case it is, um, I tried it out two to three times just to be sure. And in each event, there was no repercussions. So I'm glad to say that at least Jung Belechen costs is on my table. <laughs> so I'm, I am really excited to say that because really, if I want an omelet, I when I think of omelets, I think of omelets with cheese. Now, of course, there's blue cheese, there's chowda, which is also referred to as gouda. Um, there are all these other cheeses, but I have to go one by one, right? So that's what I'm going to do. So, like I said, update is I added in cheese and cheese works. Now, you're probably wondering, or maybe not, but you should. How many things can you add in? Well, the thing is, is that you add it in for two days straight to see if there's any repercussions. And if there aren't any, then you go further with the next two, with the next item that you want to add in, so on and so forth. Now, remember, I'm doing this from a diabetic standpoint. Well, I don't want to say diabetic standpoint because really, (laughs) no. Um, I'm doing this from a low glycemic uh, uh, ascension. So low to middle to high. So that's what I'm doing. That's how I'm making it work. So that way I can know. Uh, but I must say that I did try some gluten-free bread because I've, because it was easy. (laughs) But you see the thing with gluten-free anything is that if you don't make it yourself, it's processed. So 
I may not have, I didn't have any interactions with that either or contraindications, but honestly, I wouldn't necessarily know if I did what the exact problem was because it's processed. Now, I could go down the line, like you you remember, if you look at any of the Lucky Stove stuff, recipes and whatnot, or on the website, when I do uh, demonstrations, uh, the YouTube website that is, that I use a lot of coconut uh, flour, I use almond flour, uh, flax meal, or ground flax, or a, a, a flax flour, really, because it's so, it's so finely milled, but those I know I'm okay with, but I'm still, I still need to do them one by one, pretty much, but I know that I'm okay with them. The processed stuff has so many other things in them that could totally mess you up. Like, I was looking at the ingredient of one, and like, I, I don't know if I physically got sick or what. It was meant, it was certainly mentally there. The word was so long, I, I, I was so, I was kind of nervous about it. So, I mean, I had already bought it from the health food store, which is a trusted health food store. And I'd already bought it from there. And I said, I'm gonna bring it home and I'm gonna go ahead and try it because it's very simple. And if this cuts down on the timing, not necessarily the timing, because you know, I love to bake, I love to cook. And I do things from scratch for this reason. Because I like to, one, I like to know that I can. And two, I like to know what's in it, in that order. I like to know that I can, first off. And then two, I like to know what's in it. It should probably be the other way around, you may be thinking, but for me it's not. Because I like to know that I can achieve things. And I'm, that's the way I achieve. If I can do it, then I know I can do it and I feel awesome about it. And then I'll think about the other things. But okay. So, <laughs> but okay. So we, I, I made the bread and it had this word, oh my goodness. And you know what? It wound up being a d- discussion uh, around our, our dinner table. And I'm glad that it was because we all started looking it up, trying to find out what it was. And like, honestly, what, I don't know. I don't know. I even posed it to one of my gluten-free uh, Facebook groups uh, that I've joined just so that way I can learn how to bake better in a gluten-free process. I already know it in a keto way and keto is inherently gluten-free. Although some people still use uh, vital wheat gluten, which of course I was one of them for a period of time, as you may know. Even if you look at the recipes, the video recipes, and if you were to go on the luckystove.com and look at some of the blogs that I've, uh, the posts that I've written concerning gluten, you could see that I was so in the var, which means confused. I was, I didn't know what to do. So now I know what I'm doing. I am trying to not consume gluten. Uh, at least not, not all the time, like maybe once a week or less, because I don't want to, um, force myself, not force myself because I can force myself and I'll be happy. I don't want to ever put myself in a situation where I can't handle it. So I, I, even though it's not a good thing, I want to make sure that my body can at least handle it if it comes across it and knows how to deal with it. All right, so that was the update. So I, the update was I did add some cheese, a type of cheese, to my um, protocol, which, like I said, was exciting. And we had a delicious uh, bread, which we're, I'm still up in the air about, but I, I think I'm okay with for for off occasions. 
It's a gluten-free bread, so I have to make a choice, right? Make it or don't. That's a choice. <laughs> or make my own. Hello. Um, so that's the updates. All right. Setbacks. Setbacks. About setbacks. <laughs> Do I have a setback this week? Hmm. I got to think about it. I think I wrote one down, honestly. But I don't remember where I put it. (laughs) I don't remember where I put it. So I guess I don't have a setback this week. No, that's two for two. What do you think about that? All right, all right, all right. I know. We have to have some negativity, right? So that way when we see the encouragement or the motivation, it's more uh, empowering. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, let me see here. Mm. Setbacks. You know what, guys? I can't even feign. I can't even feign to have one. It's it's what it is. I I actually have no setbacks to report this week. So exciting, right? I know. I know. All right, guys, motivation and encouragement. Motivation and encouragement. Hmm. What do we think about that? Uh, Sorry for the horrible accent. You know me. If you don't know me, you'll get to know me. I throw horrible accents out there all the time. (laughs) You just have to listen. Ah, let's see. Some encouragement. I hope that last week... As you looked in the mirror that you found yourself. Because you remember that was the encouragement last week to find yourself. Look in the mirror and find yourself. I want to encourage you now. Now that you've found out maybe some things that you don't like about yourself. To love on yourself. It's so easy sometimes to... Look at yourself and say, eh, I'm... I'm not good enough. Or this doesn't work for me anymore. I don't like the way I A, B, C, D, or 1, 2, 3, 4. (laughs) I don't like those things. I want to encourage you instead of finding the negativity in yourself or finding things that you don't like about yourself to embrace those things. I'm not talking about if you have tendencies towards hurting people. Don't embrace that. (laughs) Don't embrace that. No, that's probably something you want to work on. But in, in any instance, if there are things that you don't like about yourself that could incur, that could be better, of course, work on them and don't be mean to yourself as you're working on them. Because the fact is, you're going to continue to work on yourself. You're never perfect. You will never be perfect. You will never be perfect, she says to herself, looking in the mirror. (laughs) That's something I had to learn. That's something I had to learn, and I'm still learning. And I'm never going to be perfect at learning how to not be perfect. Because I don't really have to learn how to not be perfect, because I'm already imperfect. But the fact is, I always strive to be perfect. You follow? I hope so. So, my encouragement to you is to... Love yourself, and if there are things in your life that you find that are imperfect, don't hate yourself for them. If there are things that can be changed, and it's just, you know, leveling up, 
then do that. If you're a procrastinator, find ways to not procrastinate. And don't procrastinate on finding ways to not procrastinate. Just do it. (laughs) If you, for any other circumstance, that's the one that came to my head, so that's where I'll leave it. So that must be applying to me or something. (laughs) Find ways to not procrastinate. Uh, But I do want to say, I even want to encourage you to do this because this is something that occurred for me and it made me so happy. I want to encourage you to finish something. Finish something that you started. You see, this is a completely different swing, a different swing of events. But the fact is, it came to my mind and I think it's important that I say it. Because, you know, I finished a book this, uh, not this weekend, but... I think it was Monday. It was like the last of the week. I finished a book and I was so happy. And I'm looking at the pages now and one would think, what are you so excited about? I mean, a child could do that. But you know, I don't take time to nurse my creative side. I don't take time to nurse my adventurous side. Not in the ways that I would really like to. There are other ways I could do it, and I like those ways too. But, you know, sometimes there are things that seem so simple that you don't do because they're so simple. And you say, eh, it doesn't even make a difference. But I'm going to tell you, the pride that I had when I finished this book, it was 120 pages. It's not even like it was a technical scientific book where it would have been difficult for me to understand the words where I had to pull out a dictionary. It was in English, and it was 120 pages. And I finished it. I didn't finish it in one day. I finished it over the course of maybe two weeks. Why? Because I live my life. Because I have my life to live. And sometimes I push things out that could be helpful to me, so that way I can do other things that would be expedient. Okay, so sometimes you push your pleasure aside for things that are necessary. Reading to me is a pleasure. It's always been a pleasure. It was a pleasure to me since I was a kid. Of course, when I was a kid, I was trying to escape. (laughs) And if that's your escape, then do it. But now it's a pleasure to me. But I took it for granted. I have books. I took it for granted, though. But I finished this one. So I want to encourage you to finish something. If it's an art piece that you're working on, if it's a poem that you're writing, if it's a paragraph about a story that you want to start, I want to say, finish. Finish. It'll not only do well for your end result of having that finished product, but it'll also help you mentally. Because you will, at least for the moment, stop berating yourself and belittling yourself and saying that you're not good enough. Oh, see, it came round, it came full circle. There you go. I can't do any better than that, so I won't even try. Next is health. Hey guys, itching for some contact? No problem. Hit us up on Instagram at envision underscore whole underscore health. Or, if you're not an Instagram kind of person and you'd like to get onto Facebook instead, you can always reach out to us on Envision 
health coaching. Eh, Facebook is not your thing. Social media is not your thing. No problem. You can email email us at envision.health.danielle at gmail.com. All that to say, you can reach out to us. Okay. 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 Fine. You don't want to talk. You just want to watch. No problem. <laughs> We've got you covered there too. You can always go on to The Lucky Stove on YouTube and watch our recipes, listen to some of the skits, follow along with some of the cooking tips. So again, either way, we've got you covered. That's Envision Health. What kind of health? Envision Integrative Health and Nutrition. That's the kind that you want to reach out for. guys now to the funky stuff let's get funky uh actually let's not get funky if you're getting funky especially in a grocery store when people are around you you probably don't have a very good relationship with them at that point because you have just laid a big one a fat one a stinky one an atomic bomb you just farted (gasps) yeah 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 okay so you've had your beans that's it right you just ate beans and that's why you farted that's the only reason you fart right when you eat beans duh wait you mean there's more let's talk about this funky cabbage and atomic vegetables and other foods so beans are not the only thing on the table right no some of you are eating asparagus some of you eating broccoli brussels sprouts and of course the lo and behold cabbage for me it's avocado man oh man oh man whole grains brown rice what that's supposed to be healthy oatmeal oatmeal it's supposed to be heart healthy, but instead it makes you stink healthy. Whole wheat? What about artichokes and onions, pears, soda? You can't be. Peas? How about corn? Or one that somebody just found out about? Potatoes. How is this possible? This is how it's possible. You guys. It's your gut. <laughs> You're like, no, not again with the gut. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, not the gut. Stop with the gut, the gut. It's the gut. But I want to tell you why it's the gut. When you consume some some of these foods, all of these foods, most of these foods, if this is you, because it's certainly me, beans do it, avocado for me do it, but actually it really hurts my stomach, and then it does it. Lactose for me does it. But you're like, okay, now we're talking again about the toxicities and the sensitivities. Not quite, friend. Not quite. So why does this happen? Why do you make everybody around you run after eating something so delicious and so healthy? I know. I know. It's horrific. You're like trying to do your best. You're doing your best, right? You're doing your best. But your best, 
is killing everyone softly, but not. Okay, so this is what's happening. Or at least this is a piece of what's happening. You're eating these foods. You're, you probably don't have enough beneficial gut bacteria. Most likely. You can't break this food down properly in your mouth. Either you're eating it raw or you're not eating it cooked enough. It's not passing the fork test. You're not chewing it well enough. All of these make a difference. When it goes down your gut, down through the esophagus, down to the stomach, the stomach does its thing, down to the gut, it sits there, it ferments. Because it's not broken down. You don't have enough enzymes. You don't have enough digestive enzymes to get the job done. This one's going to be quick because I'm pretty sure you don't want me hearing me talk about fart. <laughs> I feel like I'm cussing when I say that really because that was like a no-no word. You used to, you, we used to have to say breaking wind or passing gas. <laughs> so this is kind of fun for me. Um, the food ferments in the gut. But why does it ferment in the gut? Because you don't have enough dietary enzymes, like I said. You're not chewing enough. Or the food is not passing the fork test softly enough so that way you don't have to worry about chewing so much. And then the question is, well, why aren't there enough dietary enzymes? We should ha all have the same, right? Of course, because we're all the same people. We've all put in this, been set in the same mold and we all have the same issues, problems. Oh, wait. That sounds like something I've been telling you all about all along in bio-individuality, right? bio-individuality. We're all different. We've all gone through different things. Maybe uh, the toxicity load in our body is preventing us, you know, because if you have your, if your body is in order, or at least if you're helping it with the dietary enzymes, for example, or hydrochloric acid, um, then your the foods get broken down properly. But if you don't have enough, then it's not going to do that. Why don't you have enough? Like I said, because you, there may have been things that you've been exposed to or you didn't have enough to begin with. Not to begin with. Let me take that back. Okay, outside of Adam, you had what you needed. Okay, but you did grow. You did, you did come into this world with what was quote unquote necessary. But then, of course, your surroundings played a part. The foods that you ate afterwards played a part. So you don't have. You may not have the dietary enzymes that are necessary. And to break these things down. So instead, they're fermenting in your gut. And then it sits and it pushes its way down once the gut does what it can do with its bacteria. But the bacteria emits gases. <laughs> I can see it. It's like a picture. I can see a cartoon. Ah, where's uh, the magic school bus? Um, Mrs. Frizzle! Yes, so the 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 gut is emitting emitting gases and the food is uh, continuing down the pipeline the pipeline being the colon so where are the gases there's only one place that the gas can es escape now it can try to work its way up your esophagus so that way you can burp or it can take the easier route and go throughout the colon and what has that to do with anything well the colon is where you release your waste. So with the waste and the pressure of the gases, it has to come out and it's the closest. So guess where it's coming? <laughs> guess where it's going? It's going out your rear end. <sighs> yes. <laughs> 
and the silence but deadlies and all the other things so you're thinking you're eating healthy and you are it's not your fault that you're choosing these healthy foods that are causing this weight what you can do though is one chew for 30 chews per fork that seems a little frustrating. I tried it. I tried it this weekend. It's frustrating. You forget. You're used to just chewing, chew, 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 swallow. And you got these big, big boluses of food trying to make it down, trying to get broken down. Your body has to work harder. The more you have to chew, the, wor- the harder your body has to work. And honestly, that's why I have my smoothies in the morning because it's easiest to digest. I think I've talked to you about the smoothies. It's all part of the 21-day elimination protocol. Smoothies in the morning because your body doesn't need to be working so hard so early in the morning. You're already going to have to be working hard so early in the morning. You're, you should not force your body to. So your food is all chewed up, if you will, from the blender. And then you just drink it. Delicious. Easy. Finished. But what about lunch and what about dinner? Dinner, you should probably have something soft the fork test, this is the way you want to make this work. You want to start with the softest things and then end with the toughest things. So if it passes the fork test, say you steamed your broccoli, steam it till the fork can push through it. I'm sorry, you probably don't like the mush, whatever. If you're having gut problems, this is definitely what you'd want to do. So that way you can make it easier on yourself. So it's not only that you're, you are making it easier where you're not passing so much gas, even though some of these foods will emit gas regardless, but it doesn't have to be as atomic as they are right now and believe me i'm saying this and i'm laughing because i have the most atomic of the most atomic gas ever and i didn't realize how bad it was my sister told me she said there's something wrong with you you need to get this checked out (laughs) and i thought it was just the carbohydrates because after i got rid of the carbohydrates my gas my gas meter went way lower but i have to tell you that it's back <laughs> and it could be for for the amount of carbs that i'm eating now is definitely not a higher it's a higher than keto carb diet but it's definitely not um a standard american or a western diet where you're eating so many more carbs but the carbohydrates are still there but that still doesn't make a difference it's the breakdown but i mean if you really want to talk about this what are in carbohydrates wheat what is a part of the high soluble fiber uh, gang, wheat, bran, peas. So, and then you have the starches. Starches also contribute to it. Corn, pasta, potatoes. You got the whole grains, brown rice, oatmeal, whole wheat. All those things, they are harder to break down, even though they're easy to chew up and swallow sometimes because they're so heavily processed. They are definitely harder to break down. What do you do? Okay, let's do this. First of all, if you're going to eat these foods, make sure you chew it at least 30 times, each fork, okay? But first thing, start with the softest things. Start with the softest things. Start with soup. Soup, and then the softer things, and then say if it's meat, meat, unless it's ground beef or ground, uh, ground meat, then it's a little bit easier to break down. And then the harder things to chew, like say you have a steak, that's harder to chew. Say you have pork chop, that's harder to chew and break down. You see? So you do the fork test from softest to hardest. From softest till you have to get a knife. (laughs) Okay? And then if that's not working for you still, then look into some 
some uh, digestive enzymes, some hydrochloric acid. Talk to your provider. Talk to your health provider. If you don't have a health coach or a health provider, you're more than welcome to talk to me. I'll do my best to help you. The link will be down below. But all of that is to get you on track. So maybe, just maybe, even if you still have gas because you still have other things going on because we can't cover it all, right? Then at least you will have it way less. And less people will give you the <laughs> stink eye. <laughs> all right, guys. I hope that this has been helpful to you. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. You can jump on Instagram. You can message me. Um, otherwise, you can go on Facebook and ask questions. All I'm saying is that we have contact available so that way you can get your questions answered because that's what we do. We stick our noses where they don't belong so that way we can get to the answer of why. Why? Why? Oh, why? Delilah. And on that note, I want to say thank you so much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2. I really hope that you have a fantastic day. And don't forget to love on yourself and love on others because that's all we've got. See you later and have a great day. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2 Diabetes and Health Podcast. We do want to remind you that we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. So if you have a question that is medically grounded, please contact your provider so that way they can give you the best information that they have. However, if you have any questions concerning your health or how to get to the root cause of your problem, feel free to message us and we'll be glad to assist you on your journey to a brighter and happier, healthy life. Once again, we are not doctors. We cannot treat, we cannot diagnose, and we certainly cannot cure. But we can surely help you get to where you want to be healthfully. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day.